0: Welcome to Greenhouse Grower to Grower, the podcast where we talk to growers from across the greenhouse industry about market trends, innovation, their biggest challenges and opportunities, and more. I'm Brian Sparks, editor of Greenhouse Grower. Florida-based Costa Farms, the top grower on Greenhouse Growers' Top 100 Growers list, kicked off the new year in a big way with the acquisition of Battlefield Farms. In this episode of Greenhouse Grower to Grower, I caught up with Ho Chi Smith, CEO of Costa Farms. We talked about why now is the best time to make a move like this. What else Costa Farms has planned for 2024 and beyond and more. Here's our conversation. I want to jump in by thanking you for taking the time today. You know, before we get to, you know, what the news on, on Costa's acquisition of the battlefield, what it means for you guys and for the industry, can you, could just kind of talk about, you know, as you're getting into 2024, where Costa is now, what are some of the big things that you guys have going on and you guys, know, as a company, how are you looking to position Costa going into this new year?
1: Yeah. So look, w- one of the things that's just been a, a, a big topic of ours, the last couple of years has been, it was, well, is this is struggling to grow the business, right? I mean, there was, you know, through from, I think from 2010 to 2020, um, about 50% of our growth was organic and the other half came from acquisition. And then, you know, when 2020 and the onset of COVID, um, after those first couple of months of panic, um, know, on the, on the grower side, you know, I realized how much growth was going to happen. And so, you know, we, we all benefited from a whole bunch of organic growth in 2020 and in 2021. Yeah. And acquisitions were kind of on the back burner at that point in time. And, um, we, you know, 2022 was a a pretty difficult year for us. And, um, the first year the company had ever lost money. And, um, and, and so we weren't in a position to acquire anybody. And, um, you know, the organic growth had definitely slowed down considerably in 2022 and then in 2023. So, you know, we've always made a commitment to our entire team that that the, you know, the leadership is going to provide opportunities for growth. I mean, and whether it's going to be organic or it's going to be through acquisition, but that we are a growth company. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the focus over the last, you know, 12 to 18 months, first we'll actually well, the first half, honestly, of 2023 was getting out of the hole that we were in in 2022. In okay. the 2020, was it was was very difficult to the point where we had to redo bank deals and so forth, and and we spent several months, you know, kind of uh, making our bankers happy again, um, you know, getting you know getting things right, and you know, by the about the early fall, I guess, of 2023. We were kind of back in the mode of you know looking for the right opportunities to grow the business,
0: sure.
1: and we have visited with with a few growers um, in different parts of the country, um, but we've had a relationship, and I say a relationship, just a you know friendly relationship, a little bit of, a little bit of business relationship with the folks from Battlefield mm-hmm. for a long time, and um, it's something that we kind of kicked around, you know, I guess, and never really got too serious about it uh, until just a few months ago. Okay. And both of the companies got serious about it and decided there's something that we both wanted to do. And, and then that, you know, kind of quick, I I'm actually shocked that we were able to get the deal done and get it done over the holidays. You know, I thought that this yeah. would roll to this, you know, at the beginning of the year and, and, you know, even in the spring a little bit, and I was a little concerned about that, but both, both companies were just, you know, dead set on getting it done and getting it done in a way that it would not interfere with our customers and suppliers and, and, um, and with spring, certainly with spring. So yeah, so, so, you know, I mean, that's a good point that, you know, the deal moved very quickly. So
0: as you get into this spring, how do you see that kind of having an immediate impact uh, on spring uh, for both companies?
1: So so look for so for spring, you know, we, we, I don't really foresee anything changing, right? I mean, all, all the plans have been set now for several months, you know, the one thing that is that is different that that had to happen and it did happen last week, you know, the day the day after we closed, you know, all of the battlefield uh team members became part of the Costa team. We had to do that for kind of payroll purposes and so forth. Um but everything else, you know, the the purchasing, the production plan and so forth. It, it, it'll be a while before those things get integrated as there's a lot of collaboration. You know, I, I don't want to anticipate, you know, perhaps this year for a poinsettia season um, that there may be a, a little bit of collaboration and help. Um, if like, well, for example, we have a facility in Asheville, North Carolina. We, we can't produce all of the poinsettias we want in Asheville. Um, we end up doing some of them in, in South Carolina some of them in Florida and and so you know th- there's a possibility that we end up doing some of the points that is you know up, up you know in uh in, in Rapidan at Battlefield this year but I don't we haven't even got into those discussions yet I mean right now sure. th- for 24 you know we're basically kind of running everything uh as is you know 2025 will really be the year when you know we start to do you know see what what synergies we can incorporate among the different you know parts of the business right When it comes to to to
0: battlefield i mean what are the specific attributes of that company that really stood out and made the most sense for this kind of a move
1: look in in our case we i mean we're very like-minded you know owners this very like-minded ownership i mean it's it's a hard-working family that's humble that you know really really likes taking care of their people um absolutely committed you know to developing a great team um we just we really just got along really really, really well i mean i felt like I, I could be talking to any of the costa the guys on the senior costa team when i'm talking to to, to bobby or his brother anthony the two brothers and their father jerry who you know who, who run the business but they're great folks i mean they're great folks and they're always willing i mean some of the folks well i may not point out any negatives about anybody but they're always willing to look at a better way of doing things sure and and I appreciate that, and that's why I'm sure there's going to be a lot of transfer of knowledge going in both directions from the Costa to the battlefield team, and from the battlefield team to the Costa team. I would imagine
0: that. I mean, you've got a you know a couple of companies that have a long legacy in this industry, and there's definitely knowledge bases on both sides that seem to be really beneficial in this case.
1: Oh, there's no question, and, and it's funny because even there there's certain things that we do that we go on on different paths. You know that that we you know we, and, and so part of it is, is you know certainly uh, each side, you know, being willing to be helped. Right. I mean, just being, you know, to, to doing things a little bit better. And, um, and and I'm sure we'll get, we'll we'll get to that point, but I'm really looking forward to that, you know, to the teams. I mean, look, we've done a lot of acquisitions over the years and there's never been anything more valuable in any acquisition than the team members, honestly. And, and, And there's several people on our teams right now that are folks that came from different Acquisitions over the years, and um, and I'm i looking forward to these guys playing a key role for a long time. Okay,
0: I know you said that you know there's been you know potential conversations about this going back a couple of years. W- what spurred the more immediate conversations, and and w- when did you decide? Okay, you know this was the right stuff for us to take now at the right at at, at this time.
1: It, look, it, it had to do as much as anything as us getting out of the hole we were in in 2022. You know, I mean, we we, we might have been able to do this earlier had we not had that, you know, that twenty two been as tough a year as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, once we got everything kind of right with, you know, with our cash position, with our banks, um, we, you know, we we, we did, you know, I, I called Bobby back. You know, Bobby had reached out to me and I called him back and said, Bobby, we're in a good place now. Let, let let's sit down and talk and see if 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 this is the right thing for both of us. And, um, and then, like I said, we the things moved along very, very quickly after that. You know, it seems like, you know, the, the position that
0: you guys are in sort of mirrors some of the conversations we've had with others in the industry where, you know, you had the immediate pandemic years of 2021, where there was, you know, significant growth and it across the industry. 2022 is a much different case. And, you know, we heard anything from you know, supply chain issues to just uncertainty over, you know, the consumers that we gain this, these past couple of years, are they truly going to stick around things improving a little bit in 2023? You know, as we have conversations with folks, you know, a lot of them are saying, going into 2024 and beyond, you know, with some, with most of the issues seeming to be resolved, there's potential for, you know, another wave of, of quick growth. How do you guys kind of slide into that scale right now in terms of what you're looking at coming into this
1: year? Look, honestly, on our end, you know, I'm a little skeptical about the growth. I mean, to me, when we dealt, well, well, I've never, in in the 30 years that I've been, you know, in in the business, never dealt with, uh, you know, with, well, let me say this, even as the economy has slowed down in the past and we've been, people talk about things being parts of our industry being like recession proof, people still go out and they buy their plants and so on and so forth. We've never dealt with inflation like this. and. That, that's been a huge concern. I mean, and even as we've grown the business, you know, units are down. And, and so I, I'm not very optimistic about organic growth in the short term. Okay. And by one of the things for us, I mean, if you ask me, well, how are you guys, if you're committed to growth, how are you going to grow the business? We, we are going to be looking, continue to look for partners, um, to, to merge with or to acquire. I mean, there, there's no question that we are, we're in a good, you know, look, we have a good backing, right? We got a. even though we had a tough cash situation going back a couple of years, um, the, the, the company's primarily owned by Markel, which is a multi-billion dollar insurance company. They're great, great, great partners, um, very patient capital. Markel's a company that's never, never sold a business before. So we're not owned by a private equity group that wants to get in and then get out after a few years. Um, we're here for the long term. They've been super, super supportive. And frankly, they've even been more patient, you know, with investments than than our family used to be when our family owned, you know, completely owned the business. So we have a great partner in Markel, and and we're absolutely committed to growing our business. And we do think that the path here in the short to medium term is going to be, you know, probably through acquisition. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I know you said it, that might be a little early for this, but do do you have a sense as
0: for how this uh, acquisition might affect? The customer base, both for Acosta and for Battlefield, moving forward, and maybe on on some of the various product offerings that you guys have.
1: Yes, so the, it, it's a little tricky. I mean, the you know Battlefield does a lot of a lot of B two B. Well, let me say this too. I think for our our customers today, that there there's no negative impact, right? And I, you know, there's no, it's not. We're not cutting any customers off, or we're not. I don't think we're complicating anything for customers or anything. We're complementing certain things um battlefield does a lot of b2b business um that's one of the things too we that we we got to sit down with all those b2b customers and ensure them that that we're going to continue to supply them um at least in the short to medium term you know we haven't sat down and said well you know we don't want to supply these guys or those guys you know we look we we, we want to cooperate and collaborate um you know with the battlefield suppliers and with battlefields customers and again, make sure that at the end of the day that that we're making the right decisions for our customers, you know, for our team, obviously. But right now on we literally have our first meeting. Well, the first kind of serious meeting on this tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. morning, where we're going all these things and then making sure, and look, we might have customers that don't want to support us anymore, frankly, right? I mean, people might say, Hey. You know, uh, I, I'm a competitor of Costa and I don't necessarily want to buy this if, if now Battlefield is part of Costa. I mean, you, you got to we we, I, at least we've been through this before and you never really know where those chips fall until, until you have those discussions and you work things out. And um, so, you know, if you ask me six months from now, are you surprised? I'm sure I'll be surprised one way or another about relationships that may be flourished you know, uh, with the partnership. And again, I'm talking more in the community, not in the retail community, but kind of right. in the grower community about relationships that might have flourished that we never would have thought. And, and other relationships that said, hey, you know, maybe these guys chose, you know, not to do business with us anymore or whatever. So we'll see how all that shakes out. Okay. You know, we're, we're for this spring, it's everything kind of steady as we go here. You know, again, don't want to upset anybody on the supply side, you know, on the customer side. Um, right. and then make a lot of these decisions affecting 2025 and forward right.
0: and You know, kind of going beyond, you know, this more recent news, you know, I know Costa does a great job at, at kind of tracking consumer trends and, you know, what categories consumers are interested in and, and, and where they're spending. What are your expectations going into this year in terms of, of where the, the plant consumer may lie?
1: Look, it, it, it is, <laughs> it, it, it's a little cloudy, um, for us, you know, and I say, I say cloudy, what I mean by that is, you know, because of like, you mentioned the trends from the last couple of years and, and people, you know, getting into house plants and actually in, in, that's been obviously one of the categories that's grown quite a bit the last few years, mm-hmm. but there's also a bit more suppliers that are providing house plants. And, and, and I say, so it's a little cloudy, even as we look at the data, the sales data that, uh, we get from, from many of our customers, um, it's a little cloudy because you know in in some cases the the information when i say well the information was pure and what i mean by pure you know, is we might have been the only supplier for a particular category and so we could you know completely understand the growth part the shrinking part and so on and so forth and now in some you know we're trying to vet through and say well we supplied part of this but somebody else supplied part of it and whatever and, and we're just trying to understand that 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 sales data not what it means to Costa but what it means for the whole You know that that entire retailer, if you will, and I I don't know if that's confusing, but it's just the 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 data for us the last year or two has not been as clean, and 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 on the retail side now when we still look and and we say, hey, people are still, people, many people have stayed working remote. You know, the people that are in the indoor plants. What we are seeing is that you know when we have an impact on indoor plants, it's with new varieties. I mean, there is just so much. You know, like we, we have so much of focus now. On bringing new varieties to market, and what we really, really want to own is we want to own the plant fanatics. Yeah, you know, okay. we, a lot of folks out there that are, you know they're kind of the, the normal. You know, you're, you know my mom and my aunt and so and on, so, and so so if They know the kind of the house plant buyer. They buy the same plants they buy every year, and so and that's fine. Um, but we really want to own that vocal minority that's very loud, that's fanatical, and that tells the whole world about new cool stuff. And um, since we are limited, right, in all of our resources and who are the people that we can kind of go after, we go after those folks. And um, with those folks, we're, you know, creating more and, and really our, our marketing team would be better prepared to talk about this. But right. we're creating more and more ties with those people. And, you know, we're hoping and get, giving them a platform for them to be as loud as they can possibly be, I guess. I don't know if that's, a, if I've, I've kind of gone all over the place with your question, but. No, but we really want those guys. Again, we don't have the money, you know, the resources to be kind of advertised to the whole community, but those folks that are fanatical, that really, really appreciate the new stuff. And we spent so much energy on bringing new things to market And in that particular space. Um, it takes us a long time, generally, to bring things to market. Um, we have to build up, you know, generally thousands of stock plants. A lot of that, we do that overseas. Um, we're using labs more and more now as well. Um, we really, really, really have a focus. On, on R&D and bringing new things to so market and of keeping things exciting. I mean, I can't tell you, to me, it's unbelievable now when I look back in, at that category, and up until just a few years ago, I, I'm telling you, the top three or four or five items were the top three or four or five items forever. I mean, when you look back for 20, 25, or 30 years, whether it's a Spats, of Film, a Majesty, diploma Palma, a and and I mean, whatever it was, I mean, that's what it was, and the mix was over and at the same thing. And a lot of folks, not just us, obviously, there's other people that, that are that have done a lot, We've, we're all putting pressure on each other, I think, you know, to, to, to be better in, and the consumer wins at the end of the day, right. As we can continue to, to up the stakes and to, to make the category more exciting, more fun, you know, and give the consumers opportunity to win. Well, and, and kind of
0: speaking of that, you know, as you talk about en- engaging those, 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 plant fanatics, as you call them, you know, it's, what always impresses me is what Costa is doing, especially on, in social media and anything from videos to podcasts where, you know, it's not just about, you know, here's what some of the newer plants are that are out there, but it's educating the consumer with, you know, now you have the plants, what can you do to take care of them the right way? That's, that's always really stood out to me for uh, what Costa does.
1: Yeah, look, we, we learned a long time ago that just creating something new and cool and different and putting it in our mix and just putting it out there, it did, you never got any credit for it. Nobody ever knew anything about it. And, and now there's so many ways to complement the launching of new products. Um, You know, from what it looks like at the store, but like you said, all the complimentary things that you can do online with podcasts and videos and so many different things to, to, you know, to bring that consumer into our space. Um, and we really feel like we got to work hard to win in that space as well, you know, cause it's just the plant offering is only part of what we're bringing to the table. I, I hope, like, I hope yeah. our customers see that and appreciate that.
0: You know, you used the word excitement a couple minutes ago. And, you know, the, one of the last things I want to ask you is, you know, just at a broader level, you know, what excites you the most about the future of this industry? Um, what are you most looking forward to?
1: Oh, I, look, to me, I, I, I'm. this is kind of a, a maybe a Costa-centric thing. But I, I would tell you the last couple of years for us, you know, we didn't grow our business at all. It's, and, you know, so again, I'm, this is not an industry thing I'm going to bring up. I'm just, but it's a cost of thing. Sure. We, we are, we're so excited about this, this, you know, this merger acquisition or whatever you want to call it with Battlefield and, and the opportunity and hopefully the signal it sends to the other folks that, you know, we are here, we want to grow. We do what we say we're going to do. We've done a lot of acquisitions in the past and, um, you know, we really are looking forward to building you know, a, a great company, uh, with a lot of great partners. And, and so I, I'm very, very excited about our growth, you know, and, and getting past, you know, what was a difficult 18 month period for us. Um, and I, you know, and look for us, we, we, are we're, we're committed to doing is we're committed to making, <laughs> and I say, you know, exciting, cool, fun plants available to everybody. And it's, it's part of our mission, you know, to, to make plants available for everyone, you know, not just across this country, but across the globe. And so, and, and how we, we, how that manifests itself over the next few years, you know, some of that's going to be determined by the younger folks on our leadership team. But um, I'm just, just generally excited about where we are today. You know, I'll, I'll ask you one more question. You know, it's,
0: it's been some turbulent years. What's the biggest lesson that you think you've learned, you know, th- these past couple of years about, about how Costa operates and maybe how that's kind of led to any changes in how you guys do business?
1: Yeah. So look, I'll, I'll tell you that in 2022, when we, we opened, oh, I mean, the reason we had such a difficult year at 2022 is cause we just have much production. Okay. That, that we just, and, and it wasn't in our annual and perennial space. It was in our, in our houseplant space. And, and you know, we, we had way too much production and we put in, we dumped a lot of product and we put a lot of, um, and by the way, I want to say this too we had a few customers that no matter what no matter how difficult it was for them they stepped up and took you know everything they had committed to mm-hmm. um but but we you know the the vast majority of our customers couldn't do that and and so we so we had a, a you know we had a very difficult time but the, the lessons we learned there in coordinating between you know sales and ops um and we put a few things into place that allow us to just react so much quicker when we see changes in the marketplace that we need to make adjustments in our production so that we limit our losses. And uh, that's it's kind of a technical, you know, that's kind of boring, but I'll just tell you, our SNOP process is much, 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 much tighter right mm-hmm. now than it was before that. And obviously you'd think, you know, when you have a year like we, we did in 2022, you better learn something from that year. You better get a whole lot better and, um, because we had, we had some overproduction issues even this past year, but we ended up having, you know, dumping as a percentage. I think the smallest percentage we've dumped in the last 10 or 15 years, uh, because the team reacts much, 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 much quicker. Um, the growing team has learned a lot too, you know, on rolling over product and so forth and, you know, again, without, I don't want our customers to worry about anything. We're good. You know, we're a set up good for 2024, um. But but we, we just learned a lot to make us you know um, a bit more efficient and um, to manage our dumps, which you know when we look at our you know at, at our cost basis, I mean our our labor, our transportation, and the product we throw away. Those are kind of the three giant buckets, you know that that we look at. And if, if we're winning in those three buckets, we can win. Um, if we have a tough time in either one of those, you know it, it's it's uh, it's difficult. And one of the things, look, that I I will tell you that I'm worried about going forward is just w- what's the labor situation gonna be like? Yeah. You know, there were very, very strict um, immigration laws passed here in, in Florida that took effect last, this past July. And I think all of us down here are, are concerned that we're gonna have the labor we need even come this spring. So, you know, we've invested millions of dollars right now in more H-2A housing and so forth. And so the guest worker program, which is already a big part of the industry, you know, it's just continue to be a bigger and bigger um, part of what we do and it's just going to continue to put pressure on on labor rates um so anyway but well, I think
0: despite those challenges I think you know we're excited to see where Costa goes from here as I'm sure you guys are too
1: oh we're, we're look I I'm we've always deal with challenges right it's hurricanes' it's labor at least whatever it might be you know pandemic so we're it's it's a pretty resilient team and um, a very positive team honestly and, and a team that's looking forward to growing so yeah we're, we're very excited about the future. Thanks for joining us.
0: You can learn more at greenhousegrower.com. Please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen.